Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. First time in a long time. But back like I never left. Taking these things as it comes. You know me. I don't read ahead. Watch me burn down everything. BBE on the TV set. When I'm in control on the road, you can never really know what's up next. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next, postwrestling.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever app you're using, and of course, twitch.tv slash upnextpodcast. Hello, Twitch Room. Hello, Twitch Room. Yeah, we watch NXT. You know the deal. We're your friends. Your friends. NXT friends. Yes. Your dynamates. But yeah, we watch NXT. Uh, it feels like a busy week of NXT. We, we just did one of we these yesterday, did didn't we? Yeah, we were just in your house. <laughs> yeah. Talking all about NXT TakeOver in your house. Uh, so go listen to that show uh, already. Stop right now before you listen. Mm. I'm, I'm sure everyone's listened before this one. I would hope so. Yeah, I, yeah. And maybe people jumped on then, and this is their first wow. like Tuesday up next. So hello. This, yeah, this would where we would do the hangover. Yes. Because after TakeOver, it would be like filler matches back in the heydays. Back in the days. Yeah, but now it looks like the landscape has changed again. Yeah, this, this had that. Roar after mania feel, I guess. Oh, yeah. It totally had that. It had the NXT after TakeOver feel. After Just, TakeOver in your house 2021 feel. Yeah. yeah. Raw after mania. Yeah. Tuesday after TakeOver. Tuesday after TakeOver. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. The, the tat. The tat, sure, sure. <laughs> uh, so we'll we'll be talking all about uh, tonight's NXT. Uh, yeah, but reminder that we do record this show uh, live right after NXT goes on the air. We we go usually around ten fifteen, unless they do this crazy overrun. I know. They yeah, they, they they were cutting it fine tonight. Ah, like right. guys, we've got a show to do. Can you yeah. can you pin each other, please? So <laughs> in this tornado tag, yeah. yeah. 
Uh, so we record that, and then AEW is kind of all over the place. We do BD Elite, where mm. we talk all about Dynamite and such. Uh, we've been doing these weird Friday sa- slash Saturday shows. You've done some with John Ceno, a host of Shot in the Dark. And then I did one with him as well. Uh, I think we are going to take the, the, the week off of BD Elite this week, just because of, like, yeah. A, work schedules, and B, I was like, uh, I had a day planned, and well, that card doesn't look good. So, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I think uh, as as you know by now, stuff is opening up in in Toronto, and I am back at work. Uh, and at the moment, I'm working seven days a week, as well as this. Hell yeah, and no days off with your schedule as well. It's just it's not going to be uh, viable this week. But we'll. We'll be back and cover that Jungle Boy Kenny match uh, in yeah. just a couple of weeks. We're definitely going to be back, and for I'm that. sure over the course of the 600 other shows we'll be doing, we'll we'll talk about Dynamite in some aspect. Yeah, this is true. Uh, you you guys know we podcast quite a lot. We just recorded a show earlier today that I'm going to be putting out on the Patreon for us this week. Another best match ever: Rob Van Dam versus Jerry Lynn. Yeah, we look back at the whole series of RVD Jerry Lynn matches. Um, in ECW, and uh, yeah, and we picked which one was our favorite. Yeah, which one's your favorite? Let us know and listen to this show. Hardcore Heaven? Was it, what was it, the other one? Living Dangerously. Living Dangerously. I love the, the old guilty ECW. Guilty charged. Yeah, their pay-per-view names were sick. ECW, Hardcore TV, number 334. Right. And then even maybe <laughs> even some TNA. Yes. Because they do fight then. Yes. Uh, so that is a show we have coming up. Uh, we also are doing our first ever Up Yours music selection so mm. if you're crazy enough to support us and be a world champ patron not only do you get access to behind the bd every month but you also eventually get to pick something anything wrestling movies whatever and you come on and talk about it so usually people pick wrestling or movies like i just mentioned but this is the first time mj from nj uh has picked bruce springsteen yeah so he's <laughs> created this playlist on youtube which is available on our patreon on the feedback section uh, it's about 65 minutes, I think, so of an hour-ish, yeah. uh, different Bruce Springsteen live performances. So mm. you can like put it on while making your dinner or something yeah. and and listen to the boss. And it's the only boss I listen to. And we'll be talking all about uh, all about these live performances. It will be quite different and kind of, I guess, dissecting them and looking at his artistry and i don't know i don't know how we're talking about this but yeah it should I, be fun it'll be it'll be fun i, I am a, a springsteen fan uh my mom loves bruce springsteen so i definitely grew up listening to a lot of them so i'm definitely excited to do our first ever like mm. music review and it's also interesting because it, like you mentioned it's like a playlist of a lot of live performances and it's something i miss so much and with you know things opening up here uh now in toronto and going forward in the future like you know Maybe we'll be able to go to concerts because I really miss concerts. Uh, we we have tickets to a show. Uh, when November, November twenty fourth for I churches think. Thanksgiving weekend. Yeah, so it's like, will that happen? Who knows? I have a few others. I think it will. I have a few others tickets that now popped up. Like, hey, you bought these before, and now you can go. We, you, we'll honor them. I'm like, oh man, Drake's opening a venue, and you're going. Will it happen? Come on. <laughs> yeah, Drake opened a venue, and then the same day. Like churches is announced, and all these other artists are, are coming to this new venue in Toronto. But yeah, I'd say hopefully by the fall, maybe you know, with this whole vax and relax thing. That- yeah, everything's looking lo- looking promising. The numbers keep falling. We just had our lowest uh, amount of cases today in the province. Yeah, um, they're saying we can move on to the next step once seventy percent have their first dose. 
20% have the second dose, and it looks like we're getting towards that as well. So uh, things are looking promising here. So knock on wood. Yeah. Uh, we'll be going to churches. <laughs> yeah, just going to anything. Like maybe traveling for wrestling again. Uh, we, we're kind of like, hey, if we could travel by the end of the summer and everything's fine. Well, that's We're being you know really hopeful there. But like all out, something we have our eyes on or, or, or something like anything like that. My brother randomly messages me and goes, I'm going to EDC Las Vegas, which is in like October. It's like this giant like rave and it's their 25th anniversary that's gonna be insane and i'm like i hate you because you're my younger brother i should be doing the way more fun things and i'm tempted but like is that too that's in october is that too early to go to a giant like festival no i don't know you gotta eventually you gotta rip that band-aid off eventually i can't and hopefully not can't get ill in the process yeah yeah true yeah maybe the mask off rather (laughs) rip that band-aid off you gotta one day rip that mask off yeah well, yeah, we got to rip the mask off. That's definitely it. Um, and I've been seeing that a lot lately here in Toronto. They're saying we'll open, we'll be able to take our masks off completely, like by fall, it seems. Hmm. But still, right now, we're wearing them when we're like inside. I places. reckon a lot of people will still wear them for stuff. Yeah, like I think I could see myself wearing it on public transport still. Right, a lot of the time. Yeah, you know, in crowded places, yeah. definitely. Like in other places of the world. It, they were doing this already. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. Uh, I watched uh, an interesting thing. You know, I love my conspiracy theories in wrestling, but there's all the conspiracy theories about like the the origin now of the coronavirus, the COVID-19, and people are, are going off of like, was it created in a lab? Mm. Was it was it man-made? Did a guy fuck a bat? What's going on? We don't know, right? Uh, and now they're saying like... Or a pangolin. A pangolin? Yes. <laughs> What's a pangolin? <laughs> you haven't seen the South Park uh, special? The, the one that came out like recently? Yeah. Like the Corona one? Yeah. I, I did. I don't remember. That's why I'm like, why do I know what that sound? What is that? We'll, we'll watch it again at some point. Uh, it's just like, there's 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 theories of people who are like, oh, like it came from this and that. And uh, I watched this like, uh, was it ABC News or Nightline thing about it? And it was it was very interesting. It's like, oh, man, people are going to go off for years if we don't get there. Just an answer like, nah, because someone said, no, it wasn't it wasn't made in this. It wasn't a lab leak by accident or something. And then people are like, well, actually, uh, then there was all these other things. I don't know. I like conspiracy theories and it's quite interesting, but mm. I'm not saying this is all facts. But You heard it here first on up next. We just broke in the lab. COVID. Well, I said a guy <laughs> fucked about <it>, So <laughs> that's way more funny. <laughs> It's it's not as funny if the guy if this all happened because the guy ate, like ate a bat or went into a cave and there was like I don't know bat shit or whatever that mm. may have caused it into the the lungs or whatever that's the transmission or whatever but maybe way, way funnier if some guy like he was on some tough times <laughs> that's I don't know I, I don't I don't know how a bat doesn't seem like the most interesting food to ever try and I've tried I love trying new foods yeah definitely I I've tried lots of interesting things I won't try fin shark fin soup because i think that's really cruel and humane definitely wouldn't eat a bat they mm. just don't look i just well i definitely wouldn't now but uh i don't know i'd, I'd try things it's funny i wouldn't eat a bat but batman wouldn't eat a pussy so i don't know that's quite interesting okay. did you hear about that something about it what <laughs> dc someone says they're trying to they were writing for the, the harley quinn hbo max like kind of adult batman cartoon oh, okay yeah and they had a scene where Batman was like going to be going down on Catwoman, and they were they told like you can't have this in this, you have to edit this out because Batman doesn't do that, right? <laughs> <laughs> so 
it kind of you know we've been doing our Batman reviews, yeah. and our next one that's we're going to be doing probably in the next week or so. So the feedback thread will be opening soon for the Dark Knight. That's mm. our next one. But it made me wonder, maybe you know, maybe DC is wrong. Maybe just that Batman doesn't do it because there's a few different Batmans. There are, yeah, that's true. Would Michael Keaton do such such thing? Michael Keaton, I he's he seems like a good good guy who would be into some fun things. Yeah, I think Michael Keaton. <laughs> Val Kilmer, definitely. George Clooney says he does, but he doesn't. He's a liar. Right. Uh, who's it? Who else was after him? Ben Affleck does. Ben Affleck, one hundred percent does. <laughs> yeah. Why do you think J Lo keeps coming back? Um, who, wait, we've skipped over uh, who's the Christian other? Bale. Christian Bale. Ooh. Ooh. No. Damn. This is a weird conversation. (laughs) (laughs) I love Twitter. I learned so many different things. Uh, I also uh, watch Raw through Twitter sometimes. That's how I watch Raw. And I saw there was, uh, you know, we we usually pour one out for when someone from NXT makes their main roster debut. I don't know if it counts if it's someone from NXT UK. Well, we don't really talk about it, do we? No one does. <laughs> Shot in the dark coming out tomorrow on uh, on this feed. Sorry, yeah, that's a sh- bad plug there, but yeah. Um, so Eva Marie, yes, NXT legend, yeah, shows up back on Raw. It's the Evolution, mm-hmm. and then uh, we joked that Mercedes Martinez dropped out at In Your House because she was gonna show up to be the heavy, but that was not the case because. Piper Niven comes out. Yes. Did they even say it was her, though? No, they didn't know who she was. Okay, so they're making it like a whole... Like, like a whole new character for her, or what? I... Perhaps, yeah. They were just like, oh, who is this woman that's with Eva Marie? Um, maybe because there were some rumors of different trademark names. Maybe she doesn't quite have a Vince McMahon-approved name yet. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I, I like... She changed her name before. Her name was Viper. Yes. On the on the, I used to watch. I think FCW. She was in. I, okay. I, I I think she's a really good wrestler. And some of the stuff I have seen of her in NXT. ICW. Do you mean ICW? What yeah. did I say? FCW. FCW. Flo- she was in Florida. Florida Championship. Championship Wrestling. <laughs> uh, I I like I liked her in uh, ICW. And some of the stuff she's done in NXT UK was actually pretty good. It's definitely an an odd pairing because mm. it can, comes definitely comes out of nowhere. But I. I think looking on Twitter, wrestling fans jumped to just like shit on it and bash it. And obviously like mean things about it and we can all joke and stuff, but the, the, the people are just going off on like, Oh, like way to ruin this, this hardworking wrestler. And I kind of don't see it. That I, way. Yeah. I, I did watch raw last night and I kind of uh, was a bit delayed and heard a bit of buzz about something happening in this Eve Marie segment. And like after Looking at the reaction, I don't see what the what the problem with it was. Sure, it's WWE, and there's that lack of faith in the product that they're probably going to fuck this up. But honestly, if you're thinking about that, about everything that's going to happen, just just stop watching. You know, stop watching the main roster if you've got that little faith in everything they do. Because I saw it, a, a woman who's been working hard, as you said, good talent, is on a show no one watches realistically a few people but yeah doesn't get big viewership at all probably not on the biggest contract in the world and now she's beating a former champion on monday night primetime tv like i think that's great 
Like, I'm sure, like, I reckon she'd be thrilled doing that. Wouldn't you? That, <laughs> Upgrading from NXT UK to Raw? Yeah. Like, I know Raw isn't great, but I think she came in and she beat Naomi on her first night. Oh, I hate that. Night I hate that. In dominant fashion. Why did it have to be Naomi, of yeah. all people? Like, Well, she's she wasn't, she wasn't emotionally ready for it because she just lost a partner, maybe. Because Lana just left. Oh. Maybe. Right. Um, but yeah, and right. I know Eva Marie gets a lot of hate as well, but this is... When they said they would bring her in and people were like, oh, we're going to have to see her wrestle again. Well, no, you're not. It looks like she's a manager who is one of the few people that gets legit heat, it seems. So why not? I'm going to see where it goes. And sure, it's WWE. It's probably going to fall off the rails. But I didn't see anything to complain about last night. Yeah, I, th- I think it's funny that they swerved you with not her wrestling, obviously. Yeah. It's like either she showed up doing Canadian Destroyers, Spanish Flies 450s, <laughs> or she has someone who wrestles for her. Yeah. And, well, they found someone, so. And also, I know a lot of people were kind of upset, like, that they pretended they didn't know who she was or whatever. But we see this all the time. We just saw this with Retribution. We saw it with Babatunde showing up at WrestleMania as Commander Aziz or whatever. It's... We've seen these people before. It's just what WWE do. They come out of, which is a developmental system, NXT UK. Yeah. They're repackaging them. And yeah, I, I didn't see a problem with it. Yeah. I, I don't watch Raw, but it definitely got my attention when I went, oh, wait, what? There are other things on Raw that bother me more, <laughs> you know? <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Can't wait for that Shayna, Baszler, Alexa Bliss match on Sunday. Is, <laughs> is Liv Morgan Lily? What? <laughs> is, I'm trying to... I don't know. Again, I watch Raw through Twitter lately, and I'm like, what? what is going Sometimes on? Sometimes you've got to, like, you know, not take all your news from Twitter. Right, right. Yeah. You're, you're going to fall into to little traps there. Well, I was looking on this other app, uh, Par... par <laughs> right. Par, I'm yeah. not sure, but everything on there seems Check real, Check different too. sources <laughs> is good advice for everything, I think. Yeah, uh, I DM the NXT locker room uh, where they get their new sources. Mm. <laughs> I go off that. Uh, yeah, so I feel like there's a lot going on in, in wrestling. Obviously, we're coming off of a, a takeover in your house uh, pay-per-view, and I saw a lot of negative... For that as well, people were mm. saying, oh, it's not like the classic takeover kind of vibe. And we we weren't so negative because we genuinely thought that main event was stellar. Mm. Like, it, it blew us away. But uh, the rest of the show still kind of was like, ah. And then we'll go into a show tonight that has a match that you're like, what we said, why wasn't that, that on the show? Like, on the, the main show. And I'm pretty sure it ends with Champa tonight saying that uh, after the... Like the camera was on him and he says something takeover. He couldn't really understand oh, what he really? was saying. But uh, yeah, because I, I still was went off the, the takeover being kind of on the high end there. But yeah. I kind of feel that the next takeover is going to be in front of an arena. And maybe they're holding a few things kind of... They're waiting for that, I think. And therefore maybe put on some interesting stuff on TV in the weeks building up to that. And maybe that's why we had a... Zaylee Mercedes Martinez on a takeover, perhaps. But I, I thought, yeah, come on, it's you can't compare it to like takeover New Orleans or takeover Brooklyn of or course. stuff like that. There's yeah. no comparison, absolutely. But I thought for this pandemic era, I enjoyed the show and that main event I loved. Yeah, and then we talked about William Regal walking out, mm. and then like the news was coming in uh, everywhere about how Samoa Joe was being linked to NXT. And you were like, yeah, he's probably going to be like the GM. And I was like, oh, that sounds terrible. 
But you know what doesn't sound terrible? Assistant, Assistant GM. GM. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess we can get into this because, yes, it's the return of the Joe. It's the return of the champ. The champ is here. Let's talk about some NXT from June 15th, 2021. We start off with William Regal, who does come out with no music. It was just his Titantron, but like mm. his music. Mm, his music is usually it's the heels. But yeah, it's, it's somber tonight. He very somber. Yeah, he has the tears down his cheeks again. He says, "I've been here from day one," and then he says, "I started, you know, commentary. I called the very first takeover." And then he just starts to start crying and bawling. He says, "I went everywhere. The tours. We've been to England, Japan, even Blackpool, my hometown, in 2015, where I got to sit with my niece and enjoy the show. We were everywhere." He's just crying. He's crying. We're all crying. He says, I had a dream to make this place awesome and this place what it is. And we all constantly are working. And I've decided that there's just too much chaos here. So I can't give you all what I'm capable of doing. I, I, you deserve better. He's basically saying it's, it's not you. It's me. But I, I think it's my time to. But he's interrupted mm. by not the guy we all thought would be but carrion cross the nxt champion he comes down he says regal we knew this day would come i knew you'd come he says we had to be down here to see it for ourselves meaning him uh scarlet who's holding the title and you're just crying are you crying mr regal you are pathetic and says that at takeover in your house he beat the mount rushmore of nxt so i want you to say it say i'm the conqueror say carrion cross is the conqueror say that 10 times fast and regal's getting a little like shook up by this because he's getting in his face cue the godzilla sound cue samoa joe who enters the chat he comes down and kind of gets in the face of carrion cross great stare down here and william regal says hey samoa joe glad you came out because I want you to be the new GM of NXT. <laughs> and Joe goes on about how, he, you know, that's such an honor and Regal's done such a great job and says, my answer is absolutely not. Nah. Not. He says, you made NXT this international phenomenon. You helped do that. And well, when I was here, I made your life hell, but I gave you my respect. And I would be happy to make sure you receive the respect you deserve from everybody. And he looks at Cross. And William Regal says, well, you know, as general manager or, like, assistant here, you, you can't be a competitor unless, you know, you're, you, you, can't, you can't be physical with, with people here unless you're provoked. And then uh, <laughs> this, I got, I'm a little confused because he's like, I'm not going to be the GM. But then he's like, all right, so you want to be the assistant? Yeah, all right. <laughs> he's the GM's heavy. Yeah. Yeah. He's the heavy here. And he says, well, first things first, carrying cross, what are you still doing in my ring? Tick-tock, young champion, as uh, we go away here from this segment. But great, great opening here with the the return of Samoa Joe. Uh, I, as I said on our in our in your house show, I was like, ah, I want to see him fight people. That's what I care mm. about. 
I love the guy. And if he can't can't fight, then sure, 100%. Not against this at all. I just want, would selfishly as a wrestling fan want to see him have For matches. Sure, yeah. However, they're, they're kind of teasing you here. Hey, he might do that. I mean, I think maybe if his body is at a point where he doesn't have too many matches in him, this keeps him as a weekly character where you can do a handful of matches, you know, yeah. without having to do the TV all the time. But uh, I, first of all, let's break it down like the regal uh bit at the beginning he might be the best actor in the company i thought he was fantastic here uh genuinely got me a bit choked up and emotional especially because we we're like going back and watching old nxt as well like it really feels we've been with this guy the whole time yeah we literally do a show called was next and the next time we're doing one is next week and it's cassius ono versus william regal Mm. because He's been uh, uh, like assaulted by Ono at the commentary desk multiple times in this angle, and we have a thing on this show where we call them regalisms. Yes, like he's all about he's the whole show is basically William Regal when we talk about these old NXTs. So this definitely, you're right, it definitely hit home for us because we've been watching this for the past two years. I think Cross coming out, he's been someone that it's been unclear whether he's in a kind of tweener role or. Like, against Finn, it felt almost two baby faces against each other. and Whereas now, this kind of fully, to me, clarified that he's a heel and, like, a dick. A dick coming out here. Yeah, definitely definitely makes me hate him even more. They're, they're really, they're really uh, like, sticking it to us here. Because they're like, hey, not only did he beat, literally he says, I beat every, your, your darlings. Your Mount Rushmore. Yeah, I beat your him. darlings and I interrupt Regal. It's like, yeah. you really want me to not like you. Samoa Joe it would have been awesome if the news hadn't come out for me. I'm not someone who likes spoilers, but kind of wrestling news now, it just... Yeah. It, this would have been an awesome moment, I think, had we have not known the last couple of days. It definitely, would have, yeah, it definitely would have made things more interesting if we, if we didn't know. Because yeah. then at least... That, yeah, because right away you're, we were like, hey, Joe's coming back, he's going to be GM. It's like, oh, okay. Letting it kind of, you know... Yeah. Be out here. You're like, oh, that would have been... But I, I like the idea. I like him being a heavy. I like the fact that this doesn't mean we're losing Regal. Um, I do think everyone's bitching out Karrion Cross though. Everyone. Because Joe is basically saying here, you can hit me if you want. Yeah. But like, you know I'll choke you out. Is and- kind of the un what's unsaid here and cross backs out. And then everyone's going, na 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 way, goodbye. He's just Cole's bitched him out. Now Joe's bitched him out. He he's not doing well. Like he won the match. Yeah, true. Like he won the match, but I mean, we he, we, he was good in that match. He let's, was. Let's, he let's was. be honest. He was good in the match, but the Mount Rushmore, as he calls it, did the the heavy mm. lifting in that in that match, one hundred percent. And it definitely like makes us go, ah, well, we just want to see those guys like mm. tear. Can we just get a fatal four way without you? Because that'd be great. Uh, I. I like I like Samoa Joe being here because I'm a huge Samoa Joe fan and it it's cool to see him back in here. I imagine it's Triple H being like, "What? You let him go?" No, and probably called him right away and was like, "Dude, like, no, nah, that's not." I described it the other day as if say you ordered a whole pizza to yourself and you had half of it and then just threw the rest away. Then I go, "Oh, do you have any more of that pizza?" You're like, "No, no, I didn't want any more. I threw it away." And I'm like, "You had you had pizza and you didn't tell me? Yeah. That's what it feels like with Joe. Like, Nick Khan went to Vince. Like, we're paying these guys this much. And went, I'm paying a commentator this amount of money. 
get rid. And then Triple H is going, what the fuck, man? Samoa no. Joe. That's, I'll have him. Samoa Joe. I'll have him. Yeah. Uh, look, I was all about him getting released. Not Sorry, not that's not true. Like, I, I want him to work for WWE, obviously. I think he's a great fit. I think he should be WWE champion. Fuck mm. it. But I don't know if he's wrestling and all that. However... When he got released, I was all about, okay, well, let's go to Joe Big Tom, Tomohiro Ishii. Mm. But now we can get what we what we really want because it seems there's someone who's a little interested, someone who watched. You know, maybe not everyone watches NXT UK, but people in NXT UK watch NXT. Mm. And I think the NXT UK champion was watching NXT tonight because he looked like he was – he says he's a little interested – in what was going on with Samoa Joe. Oh, Volta said that? And that's my dream match. Ooh. That's my give me all your money. Let's. How do I go to this match? Absolutely. Yeah. Walter versus Joe is now on the table, it seems. If Edge can wrestle again, Daniel Bryan can wrestle again, can Joe wrestle again? I don't know how I it works. So. I hope so. <laughs> Big fan of Joe. I, I, I know this is kind of funny because he's like, absolutely not. I won't be the GM, but I'll be your assistant. I'll beat up guys for you, yeah. Assistant GM? Yeah, yeah, assistant to the GM. Okay, assistant GM. Yeah, assistant GM. That's what you are, Samoa Joe, assistant uh, GM. But great, great opening segment. I thought this. I thought made the show feel really special to kick. Definitely off. a good, great way to kick things off. And kind of after takeovers, it it was always good when they like set things in a new like it places things out after. Yeah, and they definitely it's a new that. chapter. Yeah, moving forward. Ne- next chapter of NXT kind of going forward here with Samoa Joe. But uh, good stuff. We go to. The grizzled young veterans, a backstage promo for their match tonight. They say they've they've been dragged through and stared at. Everyone from Blackpool and Liverpool. We're used to people looking down at us, but there's no tags, no excuses tonight in the tornado tag match against uh, Champa and Thatcher later tonight. Um, and then, uh, well, well, that's it. Was kind of just a quick little. They're always good. These yeah. two, uh, yeah. And I, I like the fact that they do these kind of insert promos, hype up their main event. They've been doing it a lot recently. Just kind of builds the whole show heading towards that main. Yeah, with their um, their scarves. Mm-hmm. That are they are not on WWE shop yet? I've seen the Twitter oh, they not? universe. People are wanting these things. They should have had the England flag behind them. Yeah, it was something I was kind of mad I, I didn't pick up on in TakeOver. Pete's gear was the England kit. It's coming home. Yeah. Yeah. You, did you watch your game today? Hey, forever Portugal, yeah? my friend. What Always. happened? Oh, well, uh, Christian, Aldo, Christian Ronaldo, not only is the greatest soccer player in the world, but he's also for the children because he's, he, he showed up to his podium with Coca-Cola bottles and he says, what's this? Don't drink this. Drink water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ronaldo broke a record today. He's sh- he's shooting all the shots. Do you know what the scores? Uh, I know they just won. Uh, I don't know. I, I, they were. It was the luckiest three 0 I've ever seen. Okay. They kind of just got a bunch of goals in the last couple of minutes. Yeah. And um, yeah, uh, Hungary played quite well and basically gave them a good run for their money for most of the game. But Cristiano Ronaldo basically entering this tournament. Uh, if he scored one more goal, would break the record of the amount of goals ever scored in the Euros. And he scored it on a penalty. Come on. Ah, that's weak. Come on. Come on. He did score one after that, to be fair. But. He is good. Yeah, I know. Like uh, I am uh, a pork chop, and my family definitely are always obsessed into anything related to, to football. I still mm. call it football. You, you do know that. Mm-hmm. I, I support you on that. Uh, but here we call it soccer. Um 
I I don't watch, but I I get into I can get into it definitely. Mm. Same with the, we're getting into the Leafs and stuff. When it's like fun stuff, important kind of. Not, if I'm just watching like exhibition kind of stuff, it's not as exciting. But when it's definitely we need stakes. Yeah, we definitely. need story. Come on, we're wrestling fans. We need a story. What's the story? Yeah, yeah. There definitely needs to be like a story in why you're watching. That's what wrestling is. How do I sell you on watching two people fight? Is mm. usually like what it is. That's how this all started. <laughs> so today was basically John Cena going to break Ric Flair's record of six. And he did it. And he did with it with a dusty finish. With a dusty finish. Yeah. <laughs> no, he did. He did it in a two out of three falls, but just went two falls straight. Oh, we, I don't know how to turn that into. He won the first one via count out, and then yeah, oh, picked up the second. Yeah, fall. yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. that's more fair. Yeah. yeah. Shout out Portugal. Uh, well, we we see Imperium. They uh, they would be repping different flags. I'm sure they probably got some bets going. They, Should we I'm have some sure bets? they're into the. Oh, Marcel Bartel would not be happy today. Why? Why? Germany lost. Damn. Yeah. Well, okay, so uh, I'm going to put all my money on Portugal. Okay. Should I? I mean, they won the last tournament. Okay. So you're going to go... You're going to put all your money. All of it. All, all, the, all of our Patreon I've money. I've put all mine on GameStop. Yeah. So like... <laughs> you put your money on GameStop, I'll put my money on Ronaldo. Okay. <laughs> and water. Not Coca-Cola. And water, yeah. Water. Got to put money into water. Mm-hmm. H2O. Stay hydrated, fam. Stay hydrated. We go to Imperium. They definitely had a bad day because they're angry. They're going to have their worst day in a second. They're going to have their revenge match against Breezango. Yes, that's right. So Breezango beat them for the tag titles and they've been pissed off forever. Luckily, though, Imperium brought this up like more recently. They Mm. were like, hey, in the past year, you guys beat us and it pissed us off. We really want to beat you so that we can move on. Zia Lee lost to Mercedes four years ago and, and never just, let it go. And just recently was like, yo, I'm really upset about this. <laughs> just to put things in perspective. So Imperium, uh, they've been talking to uh, Darth Walter via Force Time lately, and they've been setting up this revenge match to get their win back. And uh, Breezango come out against Imperium. Uh, Dan, Dan goes in here with Eichner and he's lighting him up. There's chops, uh, a body slam, and then like a, a classic Fandango leg drop. Uh, Breeze Ango goes for a crossbody to the outside, but they both move out of the way, so he just eats dirt. Uh, there's then Dango who comes at them with a flying tope to beat them both up. Imperium, though, gain the offense. They're double teaming on Fandango. There's crazy body slams from Eichner. He's pretty uh, physically impressive. Uh, there's then... Um, there's sorry. There's I think a back and forth where Imperium are basically running the show, but then there's an inside cradle from Fandango, and it's a three, and Imperium lose the match, but instantly was it? I thought it was Breeze. No, was it Breeze? I oh, think Breeze rolled him up. Man, they start to look similar to me. That they yeah, they do yeah yeah. I can I can see it. I feel like you look like both of them. <laughs> <laughs> Like, you were Tyler Breeze for Halloween this year, literally. But and everyone's like, oh, you're Fandango. You literally look like <laughs> Fandango. And I've gone off about how some weird way Fandango reminds me of Chris O'Dowd, the actor. <laughs> and maybe you do too. I don't know. And I think the Blade and Fandango have the same face. The Blade? Yeah, he's got the same face. What are like you talking eyes about? and mouth. No. Mm, yeah, look, look carefully. So f- They've got the same beady eyes. So. Chris O'Dowd and the Blade also look are the same person. Yeah. <laughs> and Fandango. And Fandango. Uh, so right after the match, Imperium are pissed off and they beat these guys up. 
and then they lay uh, an Imperium flag yes. over their their bodies mm. here as they pose. So these guys lost again. I guess yeah, there are. We said this on our Rob Van Dam Jerry Lynn show that we recorded today. There are three things certain in life: death, taxes, and Brizango beats Imperium. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's exactly it. Uh, I guess we're gonna have to get another rematch down the line, but yeah, fun TV match. I, I guess, yeah, we've got to have one more match because otherwise, what, are they just getting their heat back, brother, with the beat down? Maybe a no yeah. DQ, some kind of crazy full count anywhere match or something like that. Or, uh, I don't know. What would you do? Uh, I, I guess just a, a rematch where now they got to... They- get way too way more serious maybe even squash them like mm. crush them so much uh, uh at least it pr- drags the story out more yep. for these guys because walter's not coming back anytime soon i don't mm. think so they're on their own uh, i would have liked it if they put actual like flags of their countries over top we just saw that yeah i know so why do it with an imperium flag it looks lame <laughs> <laughs> so we go to backstage more chaos. Remember when William Regal said he was leaving, but instead Samoa Joe's like, hey, don't leave. I'll just be your assistant. Yeah. So the chaos continues because we see Adam Cole, baby, and Kyle O'Reilly who are like fighting backstage. People are, there's a pull apart. William Regal's yelling at them. He says something about challenges laid out and great American bash in a few weeks. And Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly are potentially going to uh, have a match here. Uh, but then he says something about fighting each other. He says, yeah, Great American Bash. They had their unsanctioned match. They're going to have a classic one-on-one. And then next week, they've both got to pick an opponent to face. And Kyle's like, yeah, I'll do it. And Cole starts going like, nah, and starts trying to fight again, which is when Joe steps in. Samoa Joe, the heavy D, shows up, puts Adam Cole in a sleeper who falls asleep pretty fast. And Joe is like, hey, when he wakes up, you know, tell him to fuck off. <laughs> so, yeah, he's like, tell him he's going to wrestle. He's going to do it. Um, I, I, I love Joe and I'm, I am excited and I did enjoy all of these segments tonight. But also, it just looks like NXT is all these kids, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like Adam Cole. Oh, Adam Cole's getting worked up again. Dad comes in and just like holds him and puts him to sleep, rocks him to sleep. And it's with the with the segment we've got later as well. It's I don't know, Joe Joe just feels like this teacher. It's like Mr. Regal and Uncle Joey. Mr. Regal's like this weak teacher, and then there's the scary teacher who no one no one messes with. You Good know cop, that bad cop. You know that really angry teacher that used to scare you? Oh yeah. Yeah. That's Samoa Joe. But just seeing Adam Cole just be put to sleep so easily here. It just made him look a bit. It was a weird. It this was is a the longest weird. reigning NXT yeah. champion ever. Like, are you going to do this to Brock? No. It was literally like he fell asleep right away. He's like, all oh, right, Adam, come on. Uh, uh, <sighs> got to sleep. Like, he should just do that. If he did that in all his matches that tight all the time, he would. He would have been <laughs> WWE <Yeah>. champion. <laughs> that, that Joe. Uh, so then we go to this promo that's a battery, mm. and it says charging one percent. Yeah, so they get these videos. Uh, we'll get a few throughout the night that slowly go up. It goes to like 10, 11, 20, 21. Uh, so it, it, it's meaning like eventually maybe next week or in a few weeks we get some sort of... It's kind of the current day reverse Jericho countdown. Yeah, it's loading. It? But it's going charging. the other way. Uh, 
who do we think this is? Is yeah, this someone new? Is this a return? When it is said this, w- is this someone like who's quite fine? Maybe the finest. What are the, are these Kona batteries? Kona batteries? Yeah. What? Wh- how did I love? You know, I love Kona. Uh, we all love Kona. We all could use more Kona, to be honest. But w- how is his new? Th- what does it have to do with charging? You mean to tell me he's he uses? Once he's charged, he's the finest. This goes on throughout the rest of the show, and it charges really slowly. Mm. Like I was charging my phone, and my phone charged before this. So clearly, this was not an iPhone. This was like a Samsung. It's more powerful than an iPhone. That's why it needs. More. So it's like some. Why are you shooting on Samsung? Why are you stealing John Cena's <laughs> jokes and putting them on the show? Because clearly, this thing is like like not charging really fast. Mm. So maybe it's got a dodgy cable. You know, you've got that, a proper. That's it up what properly. I have right now. Yeah. I fucked up two cables in a row. I thought I was going insane, and then I started using. I had to go like try other ones. I'm like, oh, it's not my phone. It's I have two busted cables. Nah. So what's going on with the percentage? Who is this? Who's coming back? Who's going to come back fully charged? Fully charged. Fully loaded. Is it Tegan Knox? Is that does that time frame work out? Is she is she cleared? Is she good to go? Uh, I'm not too sure. I know she's made some appearances on like the bump and stuff. But, okay. Uh, what about Daniel Bryan? Daniel Bryan. Okay. Uh, I know someone who likes to charge up things. He used to uh, hack into the NXT uh, programs once in a while, and he recently uh, says he's a free agent. Sammy Callahan. Sammy Callahan, who was just fired from Impact. That's right, the hacker. He could be hacking in here, charging up. Charged up. Um, Yeah, I don't know who else. Someone said EC3 because of the 1%, but that totally doesn't make any sense. He's also in Ring of Honor. Mm. Uh, I can't think of anyone that's like making a return. Maybe Roderick Strong. He's, okay, he's, you know he needs to be fully charged to come to back. Be strong, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what hmm. tie in uh, what it what it is, but maybe it's a new person. Yeah, someone to do it. Someone fully in the charged. PC. I don't know. Fully charged, charged up, something electricity. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know, but we'll see because they go throughout the show. And we'll probably see them next week and so forth. I assume maybe the Great American Bash is when they show up. What we got twenty one percent by the end of the show. It's probably at thirty percent now. I mean, it should be ready tomorrow. It, it should be done in the morning. You shouldn't. Yeah, that. If it's been charging for weeks, what are they charging here? A bomb? What is this? This is not good. I'm if telling it's, you, it's the finest. You think it's the, the finest? Takes a while. He's to got charge. a better phone. I think it wouldn't be charging. No, this is him. It's not. He's it's not charging. His phone. He's there charging personally. So you think Kona Reeves' new gimmick is like some like char- electricity type electricity thing? man? <laughs> Like I don't know. I heard he's working on something. Yeah, that's I know. What I'm that's saying. What I mean. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I heard that, and I'm like, well, wait a second. <laughs> what if it's like, yeah, Static Shock or uh, who's the electric guy? Shockmaster. Shockmaster. Uh, I don't know. It's a it's a this battery just charging. It's mm. a battery ting. I don't know. Uh, we go to Santos Escobar, who's backstage, and he says, "You guys put me down." This past weekend, but I know your weakness, Reed. I want you one on one, and I'm gonna do what I did on Takeover. I'm gonna pick you up. Yeah, everyone saw I picked you up, but this time gravity will do the rest, and I will snatch the title out of your hand. So he wants a one on one match against Bronson Reed for the North American title. Little promo here, but I'm imagining that's leading up to something. Yeah, uh, I. Yeah, we need to have that singles match. Um, I'm 
I like Santos. I think he always sounds good. He looks great. And I'm into this feud. Yeah. I, it was I'm, one of the highlights of TakeOver, that, the six-man, I think. It would be the Great American Bash. Yes, I would think so. Singles. Um, we go to the Open Challenge, which is Kushida, the Cruiserweight Champion. He does these Open Challenges to some new people in the PC. Uh, we just saw who not Christian Gray. I'm blanking on someone we saw just. Oh, recently. Christian Casanova. Casanova, mm. what a name! Was yeah. that his name, Christian Casanova? Yes, Christian. I Casanova. buy it. It sounds great. <laughs> Anything with Casanova. Uh, but speaking of great names, Blake Christian changed his name mm. to Trey Baxter, the Batman punted Baxter. <laughs> Where's Baxter? Why do These I know all Baxter? These sound like um, like. Jocks in a 90s high school TV show. Oh, it's Trey Baxter. <laughs> Trey Baxter. He sounds like a high school musical. Yeah, exactly, right? Yeah, yeah. Trey Baxter. Trey Baxter. Uh, so Trey Baxter, formerly known as Blake Christian, who is awesome, by yeah. the way. We love making fun of people changing their names. MSK. We were like, these the rascals, they're great. Signed with NXT and they call themselves Nash Carter and Wesley. We're like, ah, they're, they're still great, but... The name's a little weird, but mm. we're over it. Like, yeah, I'm used to it now. Like, we move on. So, Trey Baxter, like, it's... It's not, fine. Yeah. It's no Dolph Ziggler, is it? <laughs> I, I mean, that I'm used to. Yeah. You know? It's, so is he. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, Blake Christian, Trey Baxter versus Kushida. Uh, but there's a little insert promo that's, mm. like, Trey Baxter basically explaining his lifestyle here. He uh, says uh, his nickname is All Heart, but All it's Heart. not just a nickname, it's a way of life. And he did this cute thing where he was like, everyone will na- know the name, and then turned and stared at the camera and went, Trey Baxter. It was Every- cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he roared. Oh, yeah. You love, yeah, yeah. You love when, re- when you roar, people roar. A load of wrestlers roar. Wrestlers love roaring. They just do. So this match starts off. There's Trey who's doing this quick, quick offense on Kushida, like a series of kip-ups and counters, and then fakes out Kushida for an arm drag, and then he hits him with a kick. Uh, he's super speedy. There's then a kick to the knee, and then this sends Kushida to the outside, and then like the Fosbury flop here. Uh, Kushida gets back in the ring, the cartwheel drop kick, and goes for his handspring. But then Baxter counters by hitting a handspring of his own into this like twisting corkscrew kick, kind of similar to something Will Ospreay does. Uh, there's then a Spanish fly uh, and then a 450 splash, but like a springboard 450. And Kushida kicks out at two. Kushida comes back with a penalty kick to the arm and then another one. And then the hoverboard lock. And Trey uh, knows his Kushida because once the hold is locked in, it hurts. So he taps out instantly and Kushida retains the Cruiserweight title. I'm I'm loving these open challenges where they're getting people from the PC up to face Kushida. It, it reminds me of the Cody open challenge when you had those kind of indie wrestlers coming on for a one shot. Uh, I thought uh, Trey Baxter looked really good here. Uh, I found it funny on commentary. Wade was saying, you see, it's really hard for uh, Kushida to kind of, you can't prepare for this match because there's no um, footage out there of this guy. And, I mean, A, it's an open challenge, so you couldn't prepare for him anyway. Yeah. B, it's like, 
there's a lot of bright Christian stuff out there that you can watch. Has Wade just been sat on his computer searching for Trey Baxter matches? Trey Baxter. And not knowing he's changed his name. Because like, there was definitely some impact matches you could watch as well as other stuff. Uh, but no, I thought they were putting him over really well. Uh, Wade was saying how this guy is like always the first one in and the last one out at the performance center and glowing reports from there about him. But uh, yeah, I enjoy these open challenges with Kushida. Yeah, I, I like what I've seen from Blake Christian. Uh, you've covered him on the Impact stuff and always said he was the highlight. And some of the stuff on the Indies, I feel like he's still so super young. Mm. So uh, I guess like the, the sky's the limit here. But some really impressive stuff from what I've seen here tonight. Um, but Kyle O'Reilly walks out. Kind of, he, I, I for, kind of forgot to mention, he walks out during the match mm. and watches the, the finish here. And he kind of like gives the nod of approval to Trey Baxter as he goes into the ring and says, Kushida, you want to fight the best. I want to fight the best. So next week, I don't want to enter your open challenge. It's not that. I just, I want to fight you. Do you want to fight me? And Kushida agrees. So, uh, man, Christmas has come early, yeah, right? Man, the alarms. Uh, guys, uh, I don't know how to big. say this. I, but. This is something we've thought we'll get on a takeover at some point, And maybe we will, but like, wow. Yeah. Huge main event next week. Kushida versus Kyle O'Reilly on NXT TV next Tuesday night. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we've talked about the best of the Super Juniors match uh, on our best match ever, best of the Super Juniors that we did last year that you can find in our archives. Yeah. Um, these two have incredible chemistry and incredible matches. Um, and we'll get to see it for the first time in WWE. So really Can't looking wait. forward to this one. Yeah. It's definitely something we thought would be a takeover main event level mm. of a match here but seeing it next week for sure so kyle o'reilly versus kushida and adam cole is facing someone we don't know we don't know yet but yeah i, I also love kyle o'reilly coming out here and being like i have to fight someone and i'm picking you because i know you're great mm. and basically saying eh, don't worry about the cruiserweight title because uh, i'm beating you anyways and i don't want that title so yeah that's pretty much what he <laughs> yeah <said. laughs> in a nice way he said it in a nice i way. want you to keep it he's canadian he's nice we go to Frankie Monet, I think another Canadian. Maybe not so much as nice as Kyle. She, she's talking about her an encore performance of her world premiere. Another world premiere. And meets the Robert Stone brand, minus Robert Stone, who's somewhere else. Uh, meaning Jesse Kamea and Aaliyah and says, you should drop that Robert Stone guy because everything he says is terrible. You shouldn't, <laughs> you shouldn't listen to him. And then Robert Stone comes out of the washroom and she says, oh, hey, Robert, I was just telling your, your girls that... They should listen to you more often and walks off with Presley. So then she's kind of just messing with everyone. She's like Mean Girls. Yeah. She's the she's a plastic. But it looked like Aaliyah and Jesse wanted to maybe like, leave Robert. They're like, yeah, maybe we shouldn't. Because Robert, they're, they're talking about a match that was the before TakeOver. And Robert Stone cost them the match. So maybe they're going to leave the Robert Stone brand. Mm. And then he'll just be Robert Stone brand. And become the performers they always meant to be. Without him holding them back. That's uh, been the thing. You know, I, I've, I've mentioned Robert Stone and his, his, uh, his loafers. Mm -hmm. uh, we didn't get to talk about his loafers from his takeover loafers. We're pretty, we're, we're a look. His take loafers? Take loafers. <laughs> his slides, if you will. I just ordered slides. He, wasn't on, he was on takeover? He wasn't on the takeover, but they, like, they're talking about a match I didn't watch. Right, okay. So that's what this promo was. Huh. Uh, but his, his his loafers were like the leather or whatever, normal, but then like had like furry stuff. They were 
They mm. were quite a quite a look for the summertime. And of course, no socks. Of course. Right, yeah. I got I ordered some Nike slides today and I'm I'm not gonna be wearing socks with them. No. Just so you know. That's okay. Yeah. It's I, I know you who has the problem with it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you said you ate it. No, you, we've had this conversation like yeah. every other week on this show. Yeah, but you've said you hate you hate the socks and sandals look. I hate the socks and sandals look. What about the slides and socks? Sli- no, that's terrible. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, I know you hate it. I hate socks with them. I don't. You said, are you wearing them with socks or without socks? <laughs> See, you're, you're you're upset now, and you're wondering if I'm going to do it or not. No, how are you wearing it? I was saying I wasn't going to wear socks. Yeah, to make so I'm sure. fine with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're okay. good. We're yeah. good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think you have the problem with, with the socks. Yeah. People in the Twitch room are getting mad now. They're like every other week, you're talking about the <laughs> socks and slides. Socks and slides. Don't wear slides <laughs> with socks. You heard it from us. Uh, the, the chat is divided. We go to Mercedes Martinez, and she's rewatching her match, and it's her talking about Zia Lee. This this promo made me laugh because. Uh, she said this in like her last three promos. It starts off like, yeah, so I lost at TakeOver. Yeah, I know, I lost. But so what? I'm going to come back badder than ever. She basically said, she went, look, I ain't going nowhere because Piper Niven took her to spot on Raw. So she's sticking around. Exactly. She was watching that actually. Yeah, Yeah, that's that's kind of what it felt like. Uh, but says, yeah, Mei Ying, next time you get out of that chair, I'm going to, you're not going to sit down again or something. Oh. I'm going to kill you. So, so wait, she says that you're, if you. Next I, time you won't get a chance to get out of your chair is what she said. Gotcha. Yes. I'm going to say, because you made it sound like if she stands up, you're <laughs> never going to sit down again. I'd be like, well, wait a second. <laughs> it's like, and then they, and then they woke up dead. It's like, well, you can't wake up dead. <laughs> but I just want, after every match Mercedes loses now, to have one of these promos. Yeah, I lost. So? She does, yeah, so, so? I lost. What? <laughs> <laughs> Someone who didn't lose at In Your House is L.A. Knight. Yeah. There's a little video for him here. He's living the good life now that he's the million-dollar champion. And he shows up here at the CWC in a nice flashy car with a nice red leather jacket and a nice stogie in his mouth, big Cubano. He comes down and the million dollar man is in the ring with security and the title there is laughing <laughs> for no reason. He's going to give LA Knight the title and LA Knight has a microphone. He says, Teddy, let me talk. I made it this far. And uh, I could be the Sooners of this generation. I'm, I'm coming in. I'm the new wave. But I, I don't even know what I'm feeling or thinking. This belt means a lot. I used to watch you, Million Dollar Man. I used to watch wrestling with my father. I'd wrestle. And we'd all wrestle. And everyone wanted to be the Million Dollar Man. And I got the action figure. Of course it came with the Million Dollar Championship. And that's, this is just a picture of my childhood. And I needed you here tonight so that I could basically give you my gratitude to say thank you this is like a clean cut baby face promo like yeah 100 right, right down the middle yeah baby face i respect you thank you you helped me achieve my goals all of that he says this is the greatest moment in my wrestling career 
And Ted, you 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 got me the title, and you, I just I want you to hand hand it to me. So Ted hands him the title, does his laugh, <laughs> and the, there's pyro. It goes off behind them in the ring, and then he says, uh, "I have everything I want, so it's time to drop everything I don't need." And then he nails Ted DiBiase, drops him. Beats him up, throws all this stuff away, beats up the security guards, the jobber cops, and just beats them up and then poses with the million dollar championship and then says, I'm the true million dollar champion and starts putting the boots to Ted again. Old man Ted getting beat up in for the save Cameron Grimes, who sends uh, L.A. Knight flying the clothesline out of the ring, scares him off as the crowd is chanting to the moon as grimes helps up dibiase um first of all ted dibiase at 67 taking that back bump hell yeah it looked great um dropping him i was so confused at the beginning of this because it was such a babyface promo and you're kind of waiting for the swerve to happen and it felt like it never was until obviously he eventually punched ted dibiase um I'm kind of into this now because Cameron Grimes feels a much bigger star than he did before TakeOver. I think everyone has been on board with him, but him just running out here for the save, saving Ted DiBiase, it felt like it got a really big reaction from that crowd, who at times are pretty quiet. He felt a bigger star to me, and therefore I kind of feel this whole segment worked. I... I I love LA Knight's promo work. I think mm. he's such a great talker. And here it was totally, you were waiting for him to beat up Ted because yeah. the way he was saying all this stuff. I hope it's true or it's not. And he explains, yeah, I was lying. And I, this, I don't even have a father and <laughs> no, I don't have brothers. Or I think what he was saying was real. Maybe he is a big fan and that's mm. how, maybe that's how this all transpired. But genuinely thought this was a great promo. It was a little weird because you definitely want to be behind LA Knight when he's saying all these nice things. But then when he turns on them, you're like, ah, yeah, mm. you dickhead. Cameron Grimes is such a hot baby face. I know like there's planted fans and they let some people in here, but he sounds like the most over guy, like watching the show. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And I actually kind of do want to have this match again now, which I didn't think I'd be saying before takeover, but yeah, like I feel it's helping Grimes be elevated more. And I think LA Knight's being a good kind of foil for him. So yeah, I'm into it. Yeah, elevating him to the moon. To That's the what moon. they were chanting, chanting here. Uh, I feel like we'll get. He has got to win the title, and he's going to be with Ted now. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Right. That's the vignette. That's what we really wanted to mm. see. We didn't want to see him going that damn Ted DiBiase. We want to see him work with Ted. Yes. Yeah. That's right. To the moon. I thought this was great. We see Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai. They have a match up next, and they say that tonight we face Casey and Caden, and after we squash them. We squash the champions and become the new champions and have all the gold, all the power. All the they power didn't, they the didn't say that part, but they should have. Uh, so that's matches coming up next. Again, kind of a quick little promo here, though. Uh, Raquel already moving on from Ember. She's like, yeah, I beat Ember. Don't care. It's over with. Mm-hmm. Boom shakalaka. We go to Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez versus Casey Catanzaro and Caden Carter. Back to back is back. That's right. Back to back like Lethal Weapon. Uh, 
Casey and Caden are flying all around, both of them. Just before the match starts, as Dakota and Raquel are entering, Ember and Shotzi try to attack them oh, as well. Oh, right, so yes. more chaos. More Joe and Regal separating people. He didn't put one of them in a sleeper hole. No. <laughs> oh, okay. I was going to say, whoa. Joe's just going around <laughs> choking everyone out. Just package... No, what is it? Uh, muscle busted Shotzi out the way. Yeah, it's like Chappelle, Wayne Brady. He went up, saw Adam Cole fighting, and thought... Is Samoa Joe gonna have to choke a bitch? Uh, so this is this is I, I like that they're they're instantly trying to get over Samoa Joe being this like like enforcer guy. Mm. Even in this scenario, now it's, yeah. they're really being like, look, look at all the chaos that we just started happening in the past month. That we He's it. the bouncer. He's the NXT bouncer, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's more of a bouncer than like a. a it is. It's like oh, they're causing trouble, right? Walk on over. <laughs> <laughs> walks on over is there a problem here yeah okay cool cut it out knock it off so kai and gonzalez versus casey and kaden uh casey's flying all over the place there's a crazy head scissor spot uh they do the silly string the private party like backwards how do you even describe this move yeah it's where you do the back back-to-back roll over onto the apron back-to-back roll back-to-back roll <laughs> and then flip back into like a head scissors right yeah Silly string. Mm. It's just, it is a silly move. <laughs> it is a silly move. I like the the kind of height she got on it, like the elevation yeah. before hitting the head scissors. I thought it looked good. Casey then hits more head scissors and then a twisting corkscrew plancha to the outside. There's a commercial break, and this is when Raquel starts throwing Casey around now in the advantage. But finally, the hot tag to Caden, who hits this like double moonsault splash while kicking uh, Dakota at the same time. There's then Kai and Caden who are in there. Caden gets this quesador roll into a low super kick, which looks great, and then gets caught into this crazy sidewalk slam for a near fall. There's then a double team moonsault by Casey and Caden, where like she helps Casey flip in midair to do the moonsault. There's then uh, a cartwheel into a super kick from Caden on the apron, which looked really impressive, and then a 450 combo move here on dakota kai so it's casey again getting like spun to do the rotation i think at some capacity uh but raquel pulls casey off of it to to knock it off and it's the go-to kick and it's all over dakota and raquel beat Caden and casey this uh exceeded my expectations actually i think this was a bit of a coming out moment for casey and Caden as a team they've really gelled together nicely and was showing off a lot of their quite exciting uh, double team moves that we haven't really seen from them before. Uh, I thought they g- gave Dakota and Raquel a good run for their money. And then Raquel's kind of power up spot on the outside, her strength, I think, was it Caden? She caught and then just hoisted up onto her shoulders before slamming against the the fence looked awesome. Uh, and I liked that it was Dakota that got the win because we're so used to Raquel winning, but um, it kind of adds that, okay, Dakota's not useless and she can pick up the wins, yeah. which I think she needs to start doing if we are going to eventually go to the split and that feud. Um, I, yeah, I really enjoyed this. I, I really like Dakota Kai as well. Mm. I, I, I liked the Raquel-Ember match from TakeOver, as we talked about. Like It was a good mm-hmm. match, uh, but I definitely, when I watch something like this, I'm like, ah, but I remember... Dakota Kai, Evie, like you're 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 good, mm. and you've definitely helped elevate Raquel. And the story of you just being tag team—they said we're going to win this match and we're win the titles. 
Maybe they should. I don't know. There seems like there's a few different teams going to maybe mm. be going for some titles in the near future. But it's definitely something that's quite interesting that they would let Dakota get the win and going that way. But again, long term end game of this feud is them facing each other. So, which I'm excited. I think Caden can start a team kick of her own as well. Caden needs had to, some yeah, awesome. Caden's awesome. Caden definitely has improved. Caden Carter in this match was crazy with the kicks. Like the super kicks were on point. Everything looked cool. The cartwheel to the apron. Casey does a lot of like high flying stuff and acrobatic stuff, especially like her background, and that's that's cool too. But Caden definitely shined. Casey definitely works in a tag team at the moment. Yeah, uh, I feel Caden could maybe the, the bits own. of her on her own. I think she held together really well. Uh, Casey, I don't know if can put it all together quite as well yet. Yeah. but is definitely exciting with a lot of the high flying. That's why they're still the greatest tag team. Well, they're not the greatest. They lost tonight. They did lose. But they're, they're, that was, it was a good yeah. match. Yeah. We go to Ever-Rise. They rule. They have their mugs. They uh, are watching an iPad of when Hit Row destroyed their miniature set of In Your House. And they say, don't you, you guys think you're a bunch of couple of tough guys, huh? Huh? When did these guys... <laughs> they're from Quebec, they're right? They're from Quebec, right? They're Canadian. Why are they Sopranos? <laughs> Why are they like sounding like these... I have been, right? Yeah. Whoa, you want to take a swing at me, bro? <laughs> what are you going to do? A uh, bunch of cut tough guys, huh? Hit row. Well, I know Top Dollar was... I think they say Top Dollar was looking for a box of donuts in the house. Well, no, sir. We're going to rebuild. So they're rebuilding their house. And they say, next time you come knocking, ask... Asking for a taste, be ready for someone to answer. So Everize laying out a challenge for Hit Row, which then is after finalized that next week, Everize versus Hit Row is happening. I'm pleased because I said during this segment, I went, oh, I love these guys. They're great. Are they ever going to wrestle again or yeah. are they going to just stick to doing these segments? Drinking coffee. Um, but I'm, I'm quite looking forward to this. I think Everize have actually really uh, elevated their stock since they've been having all these segments. I think they're so funny. And Hit Row are one of the hottest acts right now. So, cool. Let's let's do it. Uh, Sino in the chat is like, uh, guys, uh, Quebec uh, Mafia? Yeah, it's a thing. Uh, I don't know if you watched the Dynamite Kid be on the oh, not Dark yet. Side of the Ring. Uh, there's some mention of the... Uh, yeah, we're totally overlooking. But I, I still don't understand how these guys are from Quebec, but their voices sound like they're from New York. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they're put, purposely putting this on, uh, but their ac- accents are uh, really good. These guys are so funny with the little like '50s greaser Italian. Hey, yo! I told you I've been watching at work the show called "Who's the Boss." Okay, which is Tony Danza. He talked. They've been just talking. He talks right. like this. Like this is what they're doing. Uh, just fantastic. Um, that's next week, and I can't wait to see that match. We then see we're going to commercial break, but up next, someone's got something to say, and it's Io Shirai who's walking down a dark, lit up hallway. So I'm excited. I will not miss the next break. But we see the battery is loaded. It's at 21. percent If you were wondering, mm. still charging, still charging, still charging. We. I uh, have some more announcements of the Hit Row match next week. And then Adam Cole versus Kyle Riley is official for Great American Bash. Uh, I imagine it's some sort of number one contenders match at the same time, considering there'll probably be a title match on that show as well. Uh, and we see Io Shirai, who comes out. Uh, forgot how much I love this theme song, too. Still a banger. Io Shirai in red leather pants. 
I'm back. Uh, this is my favorite wrestler, and I'm definitely excited to see her back here. And I figured with the Poppy stuff, that was the like they're going for a match. I don't know if they were going to go for a match with Poppy, but I want to see EO versus Candice. And that's kind of what we're teasing at here because EO says, I'm back. I feel good. And my next target is, but she's interrupted. Candice LeRae comes out and says, things have changed. I'm no longer an uncrowned champion. And since you know you are no longer an unbeatable champion, well, I'm sorry, but it's back to the bottom for you, EO. You picked the wrong time to screw with me. And EO is attacked from behind from Indy Hartwell. Uh, and if you are wondering, oh, why, Indy? Like, lately you've been, like, the good guy. Are you a good guy? Are you a bad guy? She's wearing black lipstick, though. Mm. Means she's the bad guy. Indy takes out EO. Have but- we thought? No, she's... But she's been kind of... She's just been distracted with De- Dexter. Her and Candice have she's been heels. Doing- <laughs> yeah. She smashed a vase over Shotzi's head, didn't she, just a couple of weeks ago? I mean, that was a while ago. Like, the stuff has happened since that you figure she's like the good guy mm. now. She's kind of been the baby face. So even here, she doesn't want to do it, but Candace is barking her around like, mm. hey, do this, do that. So she's like... Uh, all right, I guess I'll do that. But she's like iffy about it. But she still attacked her, so she's still a bad guy. But yeah, EO fights back though and gains control. But then they go to set her up to throw her through the commentary desk, and and this is when Indy is kind of reluctant to to jump. Candace says do an elbow drop, but she doesn't because Zoe Stark comes out for the save, beats these two up for the the numbers advantage here to save EO. EO does this crazy springboard dropkick. She's not in her wrestling gear. She's in these leather pants. Crazy how, mm. like, sends them flying. Looked awesome. And gets me totally stoked to see a Zoe Stark and EO Shirai versus the Way match. Because I think all four of these people are awesome. Yeah, I, I assume that's going to be Great American Bash, uh, perhaps. Yeah. Yeah, because I just mentioned Raquel and Dakota... They want the tag titles, but it seems like this would make more sense yeah. uh, for the for the tag title match. But yeah, uh, overall, I, I enjoyed this. Uh, I, I don't know if you'll give the straps to... I mean, it's uh, you can always do it as a way for Candice to maybe get that pin over Rio to set up a final singles match between them. I don't know. Um or maybe we do introduce Raquel and Dakota as well, and we have a three three teams match or something. Yeah, a ladder match. Fuck it. Yeah, <laughs> ladder match. We haven't had a ladder match recently. Come on, let's put it on there. No, um, but no, I like that they're building up the tag division again. It gives EO uh, what you often see is when someone is kind of out of the title picture, they get a bit lost. So I like that she's got a direction now. Uh, with the in the tag team title scene, uh, I think it's a I think it's a good move. And her and uh, EO, sorry, her and Candice always have great chemistry. So I'm I'm cool with this. Yeah, these two should be destined to fight forever. Yeah, I like the the matches they've been doing. Uh, one of my favorite feuds, I think, is anytime they these two wrestle, I'm I'm loving it. So in a tag team iteration with all four, book it. Can't wait. Um, and I just, she's definitely one of my favorite characters, even just her look and the way they like made it kind of a big deal that she's back in mm. the ever so slightest, just remind you like she's such a star yes. here in wrestling. Uh, we go to William Regal and Samoa Joe. They're about to get into a limo 
And then they just cut. John Moxley and Eddie Kingston are with the Dior's next to them. <laughs> and another thing, you it just cuts off. It just goes. It just goes to the next thing. Yeah. Yeah. Samoa Joe and William Regal are about to go into a limo, but it cuts them off, and goes to uh, MSK. With Mackenzie Mitchell asking, like, "How do you think tonight went?" <laughs> uh, so this was clearly. The wrong a pre-tape that they played early. Yeah, I they think. played it in the wrong slot. Yeah, yeah. Okay, got it. So they cut away from that quickly, and then just cut to MSK eating popcorn, <laughs> like in the locker room in the hallway, and they're eating popcorn. And grizzled young veterans, and uh, is it grizzled young veterans who try to steal their popcorn? No, it's uh, Champer and Thatcher. Right, they go to steal their popcorn. Thatcher, yeah, has some of the popcorn, ah. and takes it away with him, ah. and they're mm. like, "Huh, that was rude. You didn't even ask to have some." This is our popcorn. Yeah. Did you did you buy this popcorn? No. Why are you eating our popcorn? Mm. That's they were upset. They've tweeted that they're really angry. Set up a match. After tonight, yeah. they might have to. Um, it's I, I'm not a popcorn person because lately because I haven't gone to the movies. It's usually the only time I eat popcorn. Mm. So I, I never like microwavable popcorn. Not that ain't it. Winter sometimes. Not now, not in yeah. the summer. I'm not going to fire up some popcorn now. I feel, I feel like even bagged popcorn is better than the microwavable ones. Oh, I disagree with you there. Like, I like movie theater popcorn. Mm. That's, the, that's the shit. Ketchup packets on it, too. Okay. Like, not actual ketchup, but the, the, yeah. you know, the salt things. Yeah. All the flavor salts on my popcorn. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you the last time I had popcorn. No. No, me neither. Probably when I saw Tenet, maybe. Did you get popcorn? It was the last time I went to the theater. Yeah, my birthday was probably last time I had popcorn. You can Uber Eats, like the cine- cinemas Uber Eats their popcorn. Yeah, I've seen that. <laughs> so they still charge you an arm and a leg yeah. for it. Yeah, it's probably 20 bucks, isn't it? When you include Uber bag fees of and corn. stuff. Bag of fresh corn, yeah. popping corn here. Yeah. Good stuff, these guys. They're always eating popcorn. Mm. They They're trying it. to be a meme. Yeah, yeah, mm. for sure. They're always... Yeah. Eating popcorn and making faces. Yeah. My favorite is the Michael Jackson eating popcorn meme. Yes. Big E eating popcorn. That's a great meme too. Great meme in meme history. We get a vignette for the diamond mine. Sweat is a word that flashes. Achieve, perform, train, pressure, makes, diamonds, diamond mine. Opening next week. Next week. Opening. So what does that mean, opening? Yeah, I still think it's going to be maybe a... More of a a segment, like a like a fight pit, raw underground kind of thing. Okay. Just saying opening. I think if it's a person or it's a stable, it sounds weird. I mean, it could be a stable kind of recruiting. Hey, we're opening, but we're opening. Yeah, I think it's going to be more of a like a a segment. That has nothing to do with the buzz, the charging thing. Maybe. Maybe right. like it, it's similar timing that yeah. something's showing up. But I think the timing thing will be the week after or the week after that. All right. So diamond mine, uh, is it anything to do with like, we already have fight pit fight club thing. Mm. So I don't know, like MMA, is it our, our two Huas? Is it, uh, who else is MMA? We've talked Anthony about Anthony Henry. Yeah. Who are some people? Cause if they're saying next week, who's going to be showing up mm. here. So you figure with Ch- Thatcher, like he's that technical guy as well. It's, so yeah. This looks this looks more MMA. The yes, oh, octagon absolutely. gloves tapping out very yeah, MMA. Bo- boxing bags, all of that. Yeah, very, very so. Maybe a unit or something. Uh we go to is it more William Regal and Samoa Joe? Yeah. Do you think this was one that they 
they had on time. This is one they had. Yeah, I was wondering if they kind of just added this quickly. Well, I don't know. Because, well, commentary say, oh, well, Regal and we, we, Mackenzie managed to catch up with them again. <laughs> managed to get them all the way back inside yeah. <laughs> his office here. And it's William Regal and Joe in the office. But the way show up, Johnny Gargano and Austin Theory. And Joe, 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 Joe. And Gargano says, how great is this? Did you, did you see, did you see this? Look at this. Samoa Joe here being here. Wow. You know, William Regal needed this because boy, I once broke a pencil in your face and you lost your mind. I mean, cuckoo bananas. Am I right? Uh, and is it Austin Theory who's doing the like diesel, diesel pose? Yeah. And he's like, no, we're not doing that anymore. That was, yeah, that was, that was Sunday. Stop. And Joe is like, ha, 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 oh, Johnny, oh, Johnny. Hey, Johnny, would you do me a one big favor? And he's like, oh, yeah, anything, Joe. Get out. Drops all emotion there. So Johnny gets a little shook and says, ah, maybe we'll, maybe we'll leave. So the way exit, but enter Pete Dunn, who then just stares at Samoa Joe. Yes, because he's the baddest man. The baddest man. Um... Again, these all feel like school kids. You've now yeah. you had the violent kid earlier who got put to sleep. Now you've got the the two like cheeky chaps who get into a bit of mischief, and they're like, "All right, sir, how's it going, sir?" And then he's like, "Can you get out of my classroom, please? It's lunch." And then you have the the tough kid who's hard to crack, who's like not afraid of anyone. Pete Dunn never shows up. He's bunking off school all the time, smoking behind the tennis courts. That's our Pete Dunn. But Joe's gonna Joe's gonna get to him eventually. Maybe He's gonna crack that heart. Yeah, it's like this weird thing where it's like Regal's walking him around the school. <laughs> All right, so you're gonna be teaching, and you're gonna be the new vice principal uh, next semester. So you gotta mm. learn kids' names now. Yeah. Over here's the cafeteria. Over here's my office. Over here's the way they do really silly mm. things. Over here's Cole and Kyle. They're always fighting. Shotzi Ember, they're always fighting too. It's Dexter Loomis doing graffiti. This guy on the draws. Walls. Yeah, yeah like, you gotta explain everyone. Here's Here's my notes on, on, on things that's been going on here. We, we should give Joe our notes. Yeah. From all the, uh, you know, reviews of NXT over the past little while. But, yeah, it's like showing him around here. Uh, it's it's also teasing all the matchups mm. that we won't, won't get. But Pete versus Joe. Sounds great. Johnny versus Joe. Yeah. Sounds great. Uh, Shotzi versus Joe. Yeah. <laughs> Adam Cole, Cole versus Joe. Kyle. Yeah. So many different Theory. ones. Theory. Theory, theory versus Joe. Cross, obviously, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, there's there's a bunch. Uh, Walter still on my list, high mm. up there. We go to our main event, the tornado tag team match. Do you know what it means when it's a tornado tag match? You don't need to tag your partner. All men are legal. It's uh, like a tornado. First pull wins. First, first pull. Pull. First pin. <laughs> first pull. First pull wins. Who's <laughs> Paul? I don't know, but you fucking <laughs> love that stupid movie named Paul. So Best alien know. film ever. <laughs> yeah, it's right. <laughs> definitely not. Still definitely not. And Name me any alien. No, we're not getting into <laughs> yeah, this. Let's just, get into We're arguing movie. about We're doing our greatest hits tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm tired. <laughs> it's getting to me. Uh, uh, let's go to the main event, the Tornado Tag Team. Um, that means, yeah, all the guys can be in the ring at the same time. It's This is what you did when you had the video games when you were younger and you didn't want to wait. It should be done more often. This match is great. I love a tornado tag. Yeah. Is it different from a twister 
tag match? Is that some sort of match? Is there a hurricane t- match? Is there a match named that? I don't know. Twister tornado. Sir, Twister turn. Yeah, I don't know. I like the game Twister. Mm. It's a fun, good film. Twi- Twi- yeah, I meant the game, but Twister the movie is great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bill Paxton. Yeah. That movie scared me as a kid. Yeah. And then I went on the ride at Universal Studios. The bit with the cow. Yeah, uh, and then we w- I waited in line, and then my brother got scared. So everyone in my family is like, "We'll take him out. And just go by yourself." <laughs> so I don't know if you. It's not really a ride. You just like stand and watch things happen yeah. and stuff. Because I was on my own, they're like, "Oh, we'll squeeze you in with this group in front of you." So I go. It's busy. They're like, "Just go over here. Go over here." They put me right in front of the water machine. <laughs> so and it goes with the fake lightning and everything. Yeah, the water ex- shoots out for the the twister, the tornado. It just hits me, and I get soaked in this inside of a ride, and everyone just like look because I'm blocking <laughs> the water to go in the twister, and I'm like, this, oh, damn. this is it was not fun. No. So I'm now I'm double scared of that movie. I like that one. I think I preferred Earthquake as a ride. As the ride, yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Twister was fun. Earthquake was the one you go down the subway and it like tanks explode of yeah. gas and stuff. Yeah, it's like King Kong. Fire hydrant explodes, so you get soaked. I mean, Jaws was pretty. Jaws is pretty lit, and obviously Back to the Future has mm. a place for me. But yeah. Mm. What, how, what are we talking about? Tornado tag match. Tornado tag match. Old Man Champa and Toothless Timmy. I think Vic Joseph heard me say that the other day. They are going to have to go up against grizzled young veterans. And essentially the winner of this match is the number one contenders for the tag titles. This is how we see it here. So no tagging in, and everyone is beating up everyone. But right away, as the grizzled young vets are making their entrance... Champa and Thatcher attack them and start just delivering clubbing blows like in sync here in the ring, like back and forth, just crushing these guys. Uh, there's then um, like a sleeper on Drake by Tim that he gets out of. There's kicks, there's chops, there's strikes, there's a back suplex neckbreaker combo, flying clotheslines. There's Champa on his run when he's hitting clotheslines and knee strikes. He's going wild. There's then every, everyone's fighting everyone. And then a moment where Champa and Thatcher look at each other and start to slap each other to like get each other in the zone, like wake up, feel it. Yeah, yeah. And they just start shouting and yelling and it hypes themselves up as they then beat the hell out of these guys. But uh, it's Drake who counters, uh, I think, Thatcher into, I think, the Koji clutch. Christopher Down used to do this move, which is insane. I do not. CM Punk used to do it too. I don't understand how someone can get lock this move in. It's like you drop the guy down. Twist your leg and your arm while you hook the guy's head. Mm. Insane. But Drake, uh, not Drake Maverick, sorry, James Drake here, looking very impressive as Gibson stomps on Thatcher as he's in the move at the same time. Looks nasty. Uh, again, nonstop here. But I, Thatcher comes back with belly-to-belly suplexes, uh, but then eats a boot from Champa by accident. Double underhook suplexes. Champa's up top with an avalanche air raid crash. There's just chaos, anarchy. There's a Tope Suicida doomsday device that we see from the Grizzled Young Vets on Champa to the outside. There's the Shankly gates that are blocked into more submissions. A powerbomb backstabber combo on Thatcher, but Champa flies in at like 2.999 to break that up. And then there's uh, an air raid crash on Gibson on the announce table. And then, like, the assisted fairy tale ending on Drake. And then a Fujiwara armbar, ankle lock, double submission hold as James Drake taps out. And the grizzled young vets 
lose to the grizzled old vets? Uh, this was a great main event. Um, as I said, I wish they'd do more of these tornado tags because I always think they're so exciting. They're so much fun when you're playing the games because you're breaking up each other's pins and stuff. And it's so many tag matches now kind of throw the the five count out the window and all the tag rules. So why not just make it a tornado yeah. tag? Like Lucha Brothers, why don't they just have tornado tags all the time? Because they're not going to do the tags properly anyway. Um, I love... Tim and Tom have really started to gel and got some really great chemistry as a team. I love how Tha- uh, sorry Champa is now just this like grizzled bastard who loves pain and loves dishing it out and loves receiving it. That moment where he's doing the chop battle on the apron against uh, James Drake and each time's going, "Come on, come on!" Uh, I loved. I thought it was was great. Some awesome near falls. Um, yeah, I. I thought this was excellent. Really good stuff. Yeah, I mean, we we knew it would be hard-hitting and fast-paced considering the stip is everyone's going to beat up everyone. Mm-hmm. And it was just, like, nonstop. This started really late, and they let this, like, get this overrun, uh, I guess, for this match. But I deserved because it was awesome. Uh, hands down, the match of, of this show, mm-hmm. 100%. Uh, and it's it's crazy that this wasn't on a takeover. This should have given be given even more yeah. time for a takeover. but. Yeah, I thought this was great. I like I like all four guys. Grizzly Young Veterans, I thought maybe this would be the, the slot where they get the push, but maybe we're still saving this MSK Grizzly Young Veterans rivalry feud. Further down. Yeah, so maybe it's Great American Bash, Tim and Tom versus MSK. Yeah, I can see that titles. happening. So that sounds like a pretty uh, interesting match. I'd, I'd even, so to say, give it to Champa and Thatcher. Maybe, maybe for a little time. Yeah. To change it up with the tag division, uh, but overall, uh, this was probably the highlight of the show. I, I, I liked Samoa Joe coming off in the beginning, starting the show and and, and setting the, the tone in this whole like new chapter. But when it came to the wrestling, this was really good. Yeah, I, I thought this was again a very solid episode from NXT. I I felt Joe at the beginning of the show made it feel very special. Um, still, kind of, I enjoyed it, but a bit on the fence with the whole. It, I just feel he makes the whole roster feel quite small and young, um, which I, I don't know how that is as a look moving forward. But as a first week and me loving Joe and having him in, <laughs> it's great. Uh, the main event was excellent. And I really enjoyed the women's tag. I, I thought that was really good as well. Um, and the Kushida-Blake Christian match. Trey Baxter. Trey Baxter? Trey Baxter. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I thought very solid show top to bottom this week. Yeah, another solid show from NXT. Like I know in your in your house it didn't deliver on like the takeover standards that we always put it to, but uh, it's it, this was still a good show and going in the next direction. And, and Great American Bash is a TV special Tuesday night, so they're they're stacking it to make it look pretty good. So I mean mm. that's that's pretty cool too. Uh, yeah. So I think that's the same week as Road Rager. For AEW. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that'll be on the Wednesday, I right. think. Uh, but yeah, um, there was some stuff that like definitely doesn't make me as into some of like the characters. Everything kind of still feels... I think it's maybe carrying cross. I think that's mm. still my problem. Is like When we have like a hot champion, like when Finn is champion, everything seems a bit more interesting with the different dynamics and stuff. Whereas C- 
cross beat everyone, so it should feel definitive that he's the champion. But still, for some reason, doesn't feel that well, way. Well, it's because he got bitched out. Yeah, again. I think that's it. I think he got bitched out again, and I'm whenever like, oh yeah, you got whenever it's out. a promo segment, yeah, people are just kind of showing his weaknesses very clearly. Yeah, maybe that because I like I liked his little one two lines, but then Joe talks, and you're like, yeah, like Joe would kill you. That's yeah. how I. That's how I see it. Joe's gonna. Kill I want to see that though, which yeah. I wouldn't have said of all the matches. If you're gonna say. Okay, we're gonna give Samoa Joe someone. Yeah, I wouldn't say I'd want to see Karrion Cross, but actually the visual of them both in the ring, I'm like, yeah, I'd want Joe to kill you. You know, not kill you. Yeah, but, you yeah. know, beat you up. Yeah, exactly. Um, and we get Kyle Kushida next week, so that's pretty huge. This is true. Next week, Kyle O'Reilly Kushida on NXT, which sounds pretty pretty badass. So I'm I'm excited. For next week's NXT, mm. that's a that's a that's not even the Great American Bash show. No. That's Kyle and Cole on that show. It's Kyle versus Kushida next week, which yeah, and it's free. Watch it, it on TV mm. or whatever you watch on. But that's what we thought of NXT. Let's see what you thought. Yes, uh, we put up our feedback threads on uh, forum.postwrestling.com as re- well as the Up Next group on Facebook. So make sure you join both. I'm going to start off with the forum. And go to MJ from NJ, who is joining us this week on Up Yours for a Bruce Springsteen show. He says, I regret ever jumping on the LA Knight bandwagon, even for a few minutes. I was wrong. He couldn't shine Zack Ryder's boots. That promo was terrible, as not for one minute did I think he wasn't a heel. And he repeated himself a lot. A lot of meanderings. EO and Candice rivalry starting to rival some of the all-time women's feuds. What's the pantheon of NXT women's feuds? The what? Like, what are the great NXT women's feuds? I'd say Sasha Bailey. Yeah. Sasha e- Charlotte had a good one. EO Candice. EO Candice. For sure. Well, that's what he's saying. Yeah, he yeah. had that one. It fits in there. Um, Shayna e- Kyrie, I think, had a good feud. I like the EO, EO Rhea stuff that they yeah. did. Um, yeah. Mm. Uh, and goes on to say... They got me with the weird clip of the Joe Regal interview as I did hang till the end. Oh, we didn't talk about the end of the show. Oh, yeah. I totally missed it because, yeah. Sorry. The end of the show is, hey, things are going to be okay. We're moving on up in the world. Uh, it's Regal and Joe and they get into a limo. Well, Regal gets in the limo and Joe says things are going to be a little different. Uh, night one of many. And then Regal gets in a limo that looked like it had a baby seat next to him mm-hmm. uh, and then just drives off. It did not explode. Yeah, it was waiting for something to, to happen. happen. And then nothing happened. So that's why it I just forgot drove about off. it. <laughs> I think after accidentally showing half of it earlier, I'd have just left it. Yeah, like, really it didn't weird. feel necessary. It didn't add anything. Nothing happened. To it. No, no, nothing happened. I, I mentioned the car seat. I was like, is that a baby seat? Mm. It looks like there's some like something next to him. But they didn't. that's not supposed to be a cliffhanger or anything no. i don't very strange sorry mj finishes they got me with the weird clip of the joe regal interview as i did hang till the end to see the actual segment in my opinion regal is good as done joe took him to the parking lot bad things happen in the parking lot you already know so he took him to the parking so you think lot off air joe blew up regal's car I got Vince McMahon get, getting in the limo vibes, definitely. Yeah. But I was like, they wouldn't do that on this show. But definitely the parking lot. But maybe they're saying, like, look, Regal walked in the parking lot and it was fine because Joe was there. I don't. Maybe. I really, I really don't know what this was. This didn't. Need to I be think it was just more, more to wrap up the main story arc of the show. Is Joe is Regal? Joe and Regal mean business. Yeah. Mm. He could have been in the G one. Yeah. But he's 
making sure we well maybe it couldn't be we don't yeah, know maybe it couldn't have been yeah g1's a, a hard tournament to do especially if you're coming off of concussions you know this is true we're going to the facebook group because that's where we post the feedback thread as well and kevin swanky writes in solid nxt tonight to follow a middle of the road takeover joe seems like a huge refresh and if he's ever cleared and ever able to return to the ring the matchup are endless with the, all the stars from tonight decent matchup for the cruiserweight title but the and Entire time, all I could think of is how I've never seen Trey Baxter before and how he looked like a great value version of Buddy Murphy. Paid full price for Joe, so I had to get the discount Murphy. <laughs> GYV is one of the best tag teams in the world. I'm glad they came over from the UK. Even in a losing efforts, they always deliver. Look, it looks like we have another solid week ahead of on the road to the Great American Bash with some new debuts coming in the near future. Uh, back on the forum, we go to Jesse from The Six, Six. who says... After four of the most talented performers in NXT history spent their Sunday night trying to make Karrion Cross look like a star, the dude comes out tonight and the first thing he says, her and I knew, blah, 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 her and I, what a dumb fucking meathead he is. <laughs> it's she and I, fuckface. Yeah. <laughs> Put the title on Johnny or Kyle. I'm done with this clown. Take care. P.S. L.A. Night is great. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Uh, that's that's funny and and not wrong. I I actually said that to you. Mm. Uh, I didn't say it on the show, but when we were watching, I was I looked at you. I went, she, he, her, not. Like, Wait a second, that's not. The, it's like the, the unless he's trying to quote something. But maybe you're right. My mum would always say, "Who's she? The cat's mother." Because <laughs> <laughs> it's her and I. No, she and I. I, d- I don't know. It's just something she said. <laughs> <laughs> what? No, I think it's like it's rude to say she, like use people's names. Yeah, yeah. Pronouns, pal, right? Yeah, especially. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. He should he should be like Scarlet and I. Yeah. That's the proper well, one. This woman over here and I. <laughs> <laughs> my gal. This woman. That my woman. woman. <laughs> I did not have. No. <laughs> we go to Corey who says, hello, overall. <laughs> Uh, I found this NXT a lot better than the TakeOver from Sunday. I obviously don't think it will happen because of Shotzi and Ember, but WWE needs to stop with the Raquel Dakota teasing going after the tag titles at this point. They've done the same thing at least twice now with them, I think. On the other hand, Io Shirai found a tag partner in Zoe, although I feel like Saray needs the spotlight more than Zoe at this point and could benefit significantly from working with Io, Candice, and Indy. Grizzled Young Veterans and Champa Thatcher was very good, and I enjoyed the ending with GYV letting their hubris getting the better of them again. Mm. We go to Dylan Grayson, who says, A 9 to 10 out of 10 show tonight. Where do I even begin? Joe refusing to be the GM and instead being head of security? Great semi-swerve. Seeing him stop of all of the chaos that was present the last few weeks, awesome use of show-don't-tell storytelling. What could those charging promos be? I'm interested. Taboo Tuesday, perhaps? Oh, that'd be a good theme to do. Um, Baxter versus Kushida slapped. KOR versus Kushida has me hyped for next week. Ever Eyes was hilarious. LA Knight decking DiBiase got my girlfriend, who doesn't really watch, to gasp and get angry. Lovely heel stuff. Diamond Mine will finally arrive next week. Tornado Tag was good, brutal fun. Loved this episode. Can't wait for next week. Yeah, I mean, it had kind of a little bit of everything that we you get from your NXT. Uh, I, we go to, I think Chuck writes in, uh, Dakota's a 9 out of 10. 
meaning he loved the show tonight. TJ Sharp writes in, uh, oh, this is a very long, so I'm going to summarize some of it. Random Musings, he says, holy crap, I already love Joe in this role. Cruiserweight title was damn good. Impressive debut by Baxter. Uh, Vaguely remember a wrestler with a dead battery on their tights, and it's bugging me, he says. So if you're looking for clues on who it is, do not Google wrestler charged battery. Just don't. Oh, Oh, wow. Well done, though. Breezango, winning means you can't count them out, despite the beatdown afterwards. I really like Casey and Caden, but they have zero character. Is it just me, or does a quarter of Raquel's arsenal involve an outside barricade? The tornado tag was good, but several near falls. These guys could reach DIY revival levels. The addiction of Joe, including the debuts coming into the following weeks, has me hyped for next week. We go to Sean McTeer, who says, Wow, what a show. Great opening segment. I'm glad NXT has decided to establish Cross as a true huge heel as Samoa Joe arrived to send him packing with his tail between his legs. Joe spent the time uh, asserting his authority over the whole roster and establishing a great dynamic with Regal. A lot of great matches as well, including Baxter looking impressive. Casey Caden versus Dakota was and Raquel was also a surprisingly good match with the underdog showing a lot of creative ways to chop Raquel down. Million Dollar Coronation finally cemented LA Knight as a dastardly heel and Grimes as a monster babyface. And the main event was fire. One of the best tag matches of the year. So much great stuff was teased as well. Kyle Kashida next week. Kyle Cole 2 at Great American Bash. Diamond Mines debut. EO Zoe versus Candice Indy. And someone... Tegan, maybe charging up. The future is looking bright for NXT going forward. Damn. And finally, last one here from Megan. I went into tonight's episode ready to get heartbreak broken, but William Regal had me buying his dis- di- despondency until Samoa Joe entered the ring and immediately elevated things. I happily took the bait. It was a ball seeing Joe put Cole to sleep and he put Cross in his place. Not a bad way to return. Kushida Baxter was solid. The tornado tag was wild. Great American Bash got the first match booked. Cole and Kyle. So things are looking good for NXT. Uh, Even off the heels of a middling by its own standards takeover. Mm. So everyone seems to be on the same page. Everyone liked the show tonight. Everyone loves Trey Baxter. Yes. Buddy Murphy. Yeah. And everyone loved the tag match. And Joe. And Joe. The assistant to the general manager. Assistant to the general manager. Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe. Joe, Joe, Joe. Thank you, everyone, for your feedback. We appreciate you guys uh, writing in and everyone in the Twitch chat here tonight. Uh, uh, Again, we're going to take a break from BD Elite this week, but we will be coming back with one covering the, the following week with the Kenny Jungle Boy. And join me on Sunday for a watch along for WWE Hell in a Cell. Uh, yeah, I thought that was in October. They moved it with Money in the Bank, right? Gotcha. Um, that will be this Sunday, 8 p.m. on Twitch. And then join me after as I'll be doing my post show. Uh, won't be with Braden. Not entirely sure who I'll be with yet, but uh, we'll be with people because we have so many friends here. So many friends. friends. That's all we are. We are. Uh, so come join us for that. Twitch.tv slash up next podcast. Check out the Patreon where we've got our uh, Bruce Springsteen review coming out, our Rob Van Dam versus Jerry Lynn review coming out, and all the shows in our back catalogue. Yeah, uh, proudly supported by our Patreon, and it's only five bucks to get access to all the shows coming out this month. The Was Next with the Regal Ono stuff, uh, the best match ever, like you said, but only five bucks and you get access to all the past shows, all the old retro NXT reviews, all the best matches ever, all the movie reviews, 
everything, everything, everything. And uh, getting getting the the warning in is in the past, next few weeks. We'll be doing the Dark Knight review somewhere here on the free feed. So look for that as well. But follow the socials at Up Next Podcast, Twitter, Instagram for updates of all the shows, all the stuff, all the the fun, fun stuff, and the Facebook group, of course, as well. Uh, I myself, Braden Harrington. You can find me Twitter, Instagram at the Brady. And you can find me at Davey Portman. Take care. Goodbye. Be safe. And Samoa Joe is back. The champ is here. I, I'm happy. You know, Brayden, it's, it's 12. It's 12. You know, you know what I want to do? What do you want to do? I just want to go to the bar and, and have a beer while watching the game. Shall we go? You want to go to a yeah. patio right now? Yeah, all right. Ahoy! <laughs> I just want to have a beer. With I just want to go to the bar and have a, a beer with, with the game. JBL, get vaxxed. <laughs>